Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about how to build an authentic rapport, which is a, it's weird. It sounds inauthentic to say that, right? Rapport should not be called authentic or inauthentic. Rapport is inherently authentic. Authentic. That's what makes it rapport, right? It's really interesting. So I'm going to talk through that though. Now, this is kind of once again borrowed from uh, a concept from Taki Moore, except I filled it out a little bit more in with my experience and my knowledge and how I run events and do presentations. So I've added a little bit to that as well. So I'm going to talk you through that towards the end. Uh, really, when we look at rapport and how I'm using it, it is more about how do we uh, show up as the most relaxed, authentic version of ourselves when presenting and leading. And I think that's a really healthy space to be in because not only are you able to give the best version of yourself, but you're able to hold space for other people to show up as their best version of themselves. So that's really what being able to build authentic rapport is fundamentally based on, is making sure that I'm comfortable showing up as I am today in, um, in all my power and holding space and, and holding holding attention for other people to do the same. So when we're looking at rapport and looking at the concept that I'm going to talk through today, it's actually really is based around leadership skills, presentation skills that can fall under influential skills sometimes, but it, that becomes a bit of a gray area as well. Um, I would prefer to think of it more as relational skills. And the reason being is that it really is a relating like, like all the co-facilitating and so forth that I refer to, but it should be based on relating to each other. And um, the ability for that to occur is actually me showing up as the most, once again, authentic version of me. Because if I wasn't showing up as the most authentic version of me, if I was trying to present a particular image or look, then, and you let's say you do relate to that, you're no longer relating to me, you're relating to the image that I'm actually showing you. So there's your inauthenticity, right? So firstly, I need to know myself and you know what's, what's natural for me and where I'm at in order to be comfortable for me to show up in order for you to actually relate to me. There's your rapport. There's your relationship. Otherwise, um, people either like or don't like the image that you're showing as opposed to who you actually are. Interesting stuff. So there's a really common um, phrase. In, uh, it's usually used in things like NLP training called pacing and leading. Uh, it's a pretty simple and good concept. You simply pace to a simple, um, to an individual rather, to my stutter. You pace to an individual and then you can lead them. What people don't do is that they don't pace or work at the same pace. You can actually think of it like page and lead because you're on the same page. From there, you're able to actually lead. Now, this becomes once again a bit of a gray area because some people are doing it on behalf of selling as opposed to on behalf of the the other individual. That's really what any form of pacing leading is. And the same, and I've mentioned it before on this podcast when it comes to like actual selling, it's not selling. You're actually facilitating a buying of, of, of something and that may not be the thing that you're selling. That's, that's what's really crucial. It's like, are we a good fit? Is this a good product or service based on what your actual problem is? The whole point of that conversation is to be able to facilitate and coach the person through the process so we can see if we're a good fit. That's as simple as that not selling anything. Now, if that person sees that as a good fit and your job is to be able to provide all the information and to show up and, and, and be the expert, then um, then they'll buy. But you're facilitating a buy, you're not facilitating a sale. Very different space to be in. And so this comes into the same thing. So your pacing and leading is a bit interesting, but really it's about how do we 
build rapport. And so think of it like a gym session that I'm running, small group coaching. I want to be able to make sure that in that space, I'm leading by uh, presence, not leading by position because my shirt says coach or trainer on it. I want to be able to make sure that I'm connected with each individual. I'm on the same page with them and I'm co-facilitating and working with them. They're coming to me because of my expert knowledge and my ability to relate to them and build rapport with them and understand them and have their best interests at heart, not because I've got a, some sort of word on my shirt that tells them they should listen to me. Really, really different. That's leading by presence compared to leading by title or position. So we need to get on the same page first. So what's the process? Well, uh, in Tucky Moore's book, Million Dollar Coach, he says there's three. I would suggest when running events and doing that sort of stuff. That, that was pretty useful, but I've filled it out to be a little bit more. So I've got, actually got one, two, three. I've got six steps here, but that's to round out the whole thing. Now, I actually have run for years. I had about three-year break, but I've run intros every single week at my gym every single week at my gym that goes through and explains to people not just what we do and how we do it but more importantly why we do what we do and how it all works and pieces together i'm going to go through that in a in a bit more depth in another podcast yet i've had the opportunity to present over the space of what 11 years 10 years just on that alone let alone presenting of the workouts and doing the other presentations and also 800 something podcasts so i've had the opportunity to do this again and again and again and again they are very different because when i'm presenting in an intro i'm presenting to people that don't normally know me when i'm presenting to a workout i'm presenting to people that do actually know me when i'm presenting onto a podcast like this i'm presenting to well technically everyone and no one at the same time it's quite a interesting conundrum and then when i'm presenting at some sort of event sometimes um i don't know them but they know me it's this really sort of individual situation each time yet this is pretty consistent so let's run through them the first is attention do i have someone's attention and the the importance of this is that if i understand that i have someone's attention then that's actually the most valuable commodity our attention is by far the most valuable economy. Well, it is an economy, right? Because it's, and not just because Gary Vaynerchuk said so, but it's time. It's, it's something that we can never buy back and, and never buy again. So you're actually, if I'm, if I'm giving you my attention, you're giving me right now your attention, I actually am exceptionally grateful because you're giving me something that you can never return. Like it's one of the most powerful things. And so in that space, do I have attention? And that is fundamental. If I don't have attention, then I can't do anything else after that. So do I have attention? And so what are the ways that I go about doing that? Well, firstly, eye contact. It's really simple because I'm going to talk to each individual. Now, if I've got a small group, let's say six, my eye contact is going to be varied per person and not the sprinkler, not like going from right to left like a sprinkler it's being able to make sure that i'm using my eye contact and my words exceptionally important as i'm first just connecting which is the next one with each individual and so being able to give people really relaxed and healthy and engaged eye contact sparringly right you don't want to just stare at someone be like i'm giving you my attention <laughs> we are connecting you want to be able to i'm hoping um be able to have that attention and then look for how do we connect and and one of the ways that we do that um is actually to show vulnerability as silly as it sounds it doesn't mean that you go hey it's really nice to meet you welcome to the gym by the way my father left me when i was six like don't don't be starting there it's about making sure that we're able to connect by by simply being like hey i'm, I'm another human um so my job today is to really be here answer your questions i'm going to talk through a couple of things but really it's to make sure that uh, you can leave this intro as the example with whatever information you need to be able to make a decision moving forward um and so given that you know what questions do you guys have for me 
simple, right? Really simple. I literally say it like that. Um, and it allows me to actually engage the individual straight away uh, and hold space. And one of the most powerful things when asking questions to do after you ask a question, learn how to ask a question concisely and to the point, and then do me a favor, shut the fuck up. Don't say anything. Don't interrupt the thinking. Just hold the silence, hold the tension, hold the pause. That's okay. But you're going to find that very hard if you don't pace first. So attention, connection. Another thing with connection is that you can start to be like, you know, how are we the same? There's stuff like that. I'll talk through that another time. Um, It should just be a pretty natural and normal human-to-human conversation. Hence where you should be in the people industry, not the fitness industry or any other one. From there, framing. I kind of actually already did it in my example just then, but I will say to people in the intro, just so you know, there's a couple of things that I talk through tonight, such as uh, in the intro, what I would say, sorry, because I'm now reflecting on that. Uh, the things that I'll talk to is the difference between the people industry and the fitness industry, the difference between coaching and training, and the difference between movement and exercise. They're the main things that I will talk to um, through that. This should take about 90 minutes, you know, give or take, maybe a little bit less. It will depend on questions. And, um, you know, you'll have an opportunity throughout today as well to just ask questions as we go because it should be a discussion. It shouldn't just be me talking at you. So this is all framing. This is letting them know once I've got their attention, once we're on the same page, that I can give them an understanding of how tonight's going to go and also not just frame it verbally, but frame it with my energy and how I'm presenting and, and the leadership that I'm offering in that space. Really important. Now, from there, it's permission. So Taki used this as in, hey, I'm going to, there is a program at the end of this and, you know, is it okay if I, if I share that with you? And so he's looking for permission in that sense. The way that I'm looking for permission in this sense is actually them. So after I've delivered the framing, I'm like, is that okay with you guys? Um, and if so, do you have any other things that you want to make sure that we go through tonight um, before we finish up that I didn't mention? And so I've done the framing. I've also... Um, ask for their permission and I might the permission might be you know the whole point of this intro is to talk through how the gym works there is an offer at the end um, but it's more based upon what we're going to talk through here and it it really is just an opportunity to take the next step for those that are interested Uh, and so if you're happy we're going to go through that at the end but the whole point is to make sure you've got enough information before even considering any type of offer Um, is that cool is that cool with you guys do you have any questions about that and so there is that. That's a part of framing. It's kind of asking for permission. It's letting them know what I'm going to do later on so it's not waiting for this person to make a sale or something along those lines. It's just being able to go, hey, there is that at the end for people that think this is a good fit. I want to learn more. Super natural, super honest because um, that's what you should be looking for. You should be looking for a good fit. And then after the permission, you deliver, you serve, you, you deliver on your promise of what you were going to deliver on. And that changes per context from podcast to uh, at the start of this podcast, I told you I was going to talk about building authentic rapport. Hence, I've delivered that hopefully uh, in relation to what I've spoken to. I haven't spoken about, you know, my dog's diet instead. Uh, It's making sure that it's relevant and I'm actually delivering on what I promised. Simple. And at the end, it's offer or next. Now, when I use the word offer, it doesn't necessarily mean this is an offer for you to buy. What it means is it, it it can be advice it could be the next steps. So it's like, look, my offer for you, and, and another one that's a key word here is invite. Like we invite our clients, potential clients, our, our people that are inquiring, to come in and do a couple of sessions and see if it is a good fit for them. So you're invited to do that if that's something you'd like to do. So that's an offer, right? 
Because once again, they're, they're still giving me their time, even though they're not paying for it. They're free, tri- they're free trial sessions, but they're still giving me their time and their attention and their trust. So there is, it is still an offer in some degree, but it can be used as an invitation in that sense. Otherwise, it's also depending at the end of every single one of these podcasts, I will usually say, look, my recommendation for you, my offer for you would be to do this. It's not so much going, here's what you need to buy, but I've got an offer for you tonight, um, not from buying, from what to do with this uh, podcast and content as well, right? So it, an offer can just be simply advice, invitation. Uh, it can be an offer. It doesn't really matter too much. Um, People don't wait for the offer and then buy. They 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 like, are we a good fit and how's what's the next steps? Simple. Um, so given that, what is my offer for you? Well, a go back and listen through those four po- six points: attention, connection, framing, permission, delivery. Next, or instead of delivery, it's serve, and instead of next, it's offer. Um, but here's a key thing. This is the kicker. This is what you need to do if you want to get better at all this stuff is that you have to practice. You have to put yourself in a position where you're going to be practicing weekly minimum. As I've mentioned over the years, so if there's 50 weeks in a year, and let's say I did intros for 40 of them to round it out over 10 years, um, I would have rounded up a little bit because I probably did more because it was some weeks where I did a couple, but it's over 400, probably closer to 500 introduction sessions for the gym where I presented again and again and again, adding the podcast and in the sessions that I run, I've had multiple opportunities to practice and get used to doing this. Um, it's something that I've put conscious work on and the other thing when it comes to recording is that I get to hear it back. I've, I got really numb to my voice and to how I sounded, to all my comfort words that I used, to how I looked at the camera. I did all that sort of stuff. That's, that's stuff that I've had to continually and am continually working on. You need to put yourself in a position to practice, to be able to get feedback. This isn't something that you just hear and then do. It's something that you deepen and deliver and adapt per situation over time. So that's my offer for you become a mindful leader in that sense and on that note Tim I'm done uh, I'm still I had a couple of reach out people reach out around the six week, six month program rather uh, meet the moment I'm looking for a couple of gyms and coaches to work with next year I really just want to be able to teach them everything that I know uh, within a six month course as well I'm working with a couple of gyms I'm working with some in Sydney and going through a pretty in-depth course and learning environment for them which I'm really excited about but really I'm looking for a few more gyms and coaches to work with uh, if you're still interested in the six-month Meet the Moment program, there's still a couple of spots available. Um, that's looking to start in January. But if you're interested in any of that content, just reach out. Let's have a chat. And like I said through this call, let's see if we're a good fit. Um, but that's me done. I'm out. Until next time, peace and pizza. I'll see you soon. Bye.